folks. Welcome back to Live at the Roxy on this Monday. It's the start of the week. It's going to be a good week. It's going to be an awesome week. It's going to be a great week. We're going to get a ton accomplished. We're going to be here every single day. We're going to love ourselves and each other. And we're going to do this motherfucking quarantine week right. Why? Because I said so, I guess. What am I, my, your mother? Mom! Because I said so doesn't fucking work anymore. You got to explain to me why. Well, honey, because I have the right attitude and positive energy going into this week, there's a greater chance that it actually could be a good week. You know, it's kind of what's going down right now. We got a ton to talk about on this show today. Uh, All things from entertainment news to what the fuck news, to personal life news, and more. Also, as always, taking your questions, comments, concerns, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer or right here in the Super Chat. And of course, please, as always, like, comment, subscribe, tell your friends. We are down in views. We are down in subs. We are down in the moolah, and we are up in life. No, we're, we're down in life, but we're trying to, we're just trying to overcome. We're just trying to rise above, you know? It's been a fucking year. I have not worked out all week either. Now you guys know what's going on in the world of rocks. Word vomit. All right. Some of the things I want to talk about on the show today. You guys know I'm a massive DC fan, supporter, lover of Wonder Woman. And Wonder Woman is going through the ringer a little bit about its release date. I believe that it's been moved six times now. And now they're actually debating whether or not they should put this out in theaters and HBO Max. We will be talking about if this is going to be going to streaming and what that would mean for HBO Max and streaming services in general. Also, I was a Girl Scout for 13 years, so the Girl Scouts are near and dear to my heart. Very different than the Boy Scouts, who a lot of my friends and family members were Boy Scouts as well. But the Boy Scouts are in a little bit of trouble right now, as they should be, because there are close to 90,000 sex abuse claims. That's right. You heard that right. Almost 90,000 sex abuse claims that have been filed against the Boy Scouts of America. The deadline is arriving tonight about submitting claims in the organization's bankruptcy case. And so that's why all these claims are coming through right now. So we will be discussing that as well. Also, I'm a big Michael J. Fox fan, and he came out with some news recently that is highly upsetting. But, you know, in talking, staying positive and whatnot, it's important to address it. And he is going into a retirement now because of his illness. And we can discuss what's that going to look like. Uh, yeah, it's kind of just crazy. You just never know what the fuck's going to happen to you. You never know when you're going to be the one or what that looks like. Um, and then Russell Simmons beat his rape lawsuit. But that's what everybody's publishing. And they're not in the headlines talking about why. And it's very important that you read the fine print on this one. And I definitely couldn't do a show without discussing what the fuck was happening here. So all that, plus your questions, comments, concerns, today on Live at the Roxy. Uh, Let's start with a couple of stream labs in here, and then we can get to all those, I want to say juicy topics, but that makes it sound like they're good. All those intense topics. Mark Jason Ali yesterday, right after the show ended, submitted a stream live that said, hi, RJ, can't watch live, heading home from dad's. How are you? How are your grandparents? How was the shoot? I'll catch this replay, but want to show support. Take care. Hashtag smash cancer. Thank you so much, Mark Jason Ali, as always for your support. I'm okay. My grandparents are okay. The shoot was great and you're the best. Ryan White in the stream lab says, kind of random. 
in last night's World Girl Patreon video, you started to sing a song from the musical Chicago. This is the second time in a couple of weeks you've done that. I know you and one of the main characters share a name, but spelled differently. Are you a fan of the movie or the original Broadway musical? I really enjoy the movie, which is why I ask Ryan White. I'm a big fan of both the musical and the movie. I went and saw the musical in Chicago when David Hasselhoff was in it with my grandma when I was 12. But of course, anytime I walk into a room, people sing Roxy Heart to me. And it's either that or Roxanne by Sting and the Police. Or now this new song, it's like hipper. You guys know what I'm talking about. Roxanne, Roxanne, all she want to do is party all night. Goddamn. It's apparently a new Roxanne song. Um, but yeah, everybody's always singing that to me because there's not that many Roxies or Roxannes out there. So that's how... That works. Thanks for asking. Yeah, I'm a big, I don't know if you guys know this. I love musicals. I grew up in musical theater. My mom loved musical theater. Grammy went to Juilliard and loves musical theater. So Chicago is a big one for me. Apollo 3JP in the Streamlabs. Let's see what you're up to, Apollo. Says, Roxy Stryer, happy Monday. Hope your week is off to a solid start. It really is. I got to tell you guys, I have not taken a break in a long time and I am working my fucking ass off right now. Like, this morning, I realized I was just like, wow, I like don't even breathe. All I'm doing is working. I was up last night. I sent my last email at three in the morning, and then I was up way after that. And then this morning, I sent out my first email at 7 a.m., and I am just like fucking on it right now. Like I feel focused. I feel driven. I have never wanted to be successful more than I do right now, and I think that that's what it takes. I'm putting out all of those energy and feelers, letting everybody know I am willing to work as many hours as it fucking takes to not be in the position I am in anymore. I want to be a fucking star, and I'm ready for that next level. So I'm just going to keep on putting out those vibes, putting in the hours, keeping my head down, and doing the fucking work as much as I can. But yeah, I am like on it right now. Shout out to PLD who's joining us. Uh, I believe Jake Yacoveta is not going to be joining us for a while because I kicked him out because he said he hated the Patriots. That's not really what happened. I'm glad to see Paul Denuzio in here right now, um, our amazing mod. So thank you for showing up, stopping by, being our friend, you know, all that good stuff, PLD, all that good stuff. For those of you asking about the Facebook situation, I have been hacked on Facebook. I spent a lot of hours dealing with that today. It has not been resolved. I don't know what to do. That person has access to things that I really wish that they didn't have access to, including my bank account information, as I believe I shared, um, and my social security, as I believe I shared a W-2 on there once for a job. They have access to all my conversations with all of my friends and family um, and compromising things on there. Uh, as I use that as like email and text message. So I'm really, really upset that somebody hacked into my Facebook. I'm even more upset that Facebook kind of let it happen and is not correcting the problem. But luckily, Steph Sabra is friends with somebody who worked at Facebook. So I finally got an email address. So I did reach out to her today. I haven't heard back yet, but that was only a couple hours ago. So I'm really fucking hoping that she's able to do something because it's very number one, upsetting to lose your Facebook because it's got all the memories and stuff there as well. But number two, it feels so, my privacy feels so invaded. It's, it's everything, you know, even like messages that I send Jake about what's going on with the show or numbers or anything. Like I just, I'm more afraid of the messages from when I was a child, as I've told you guys many times, I'm not proud of my past. And it's nothing that I've, you know, I've never done anything that I could not 
I've already apologized for all of the things that I've done for the people that I've wronged. And, you know, but I just, there's photos on there and things that I just really, somebody seeing that makes me feel incredibly uncomfortable. And it's just an evasion of privacy. And uh, I think that Facebook should be way more on top of this, but I'm not surprised that they aren't. I just really hope that they fix this. I can't believe that somebody's able to hack into your account, take off your email and your phone number so that you can't use that in case you need to and put on their own email and then block you out of your own account. I changed all of my passwords, obviously, last night. Um, I I mean, at least all the ones I can remember. It's like I have so many different things. I, I changed it for all of my email addresses, my Instagram accounts, my Twitter account, my TikTok account, my... Um, those are really the only main things that I could think of. But my bank account, you know, like everything. I changed my account. I changed my password for everything. Just scary. It's scary and just frustrating and scary. And I, uh, I'm sure some of you guys have been through it too before, but it just feels like so gross and icky that somebody has access to all of those things that I don't want them to see. And it's a random person. I have no idea who it is. And I don't know whether this is a random attack or whether this is a specific attack on me because I'm a public figure. I, by no means am I sitting here being like, I'm some kind of A-list celebrity, but you guys know I've had people hack me before because of things that I've said, opinions that I've shared that they don't respect or appreciate, and they've hacked me. I've had my social security account tweeted out. I have had people, uh, you, you guys know, it's just not a good look. So we'll see what happens there. Fingers crossed. Uh, Paul 3JP in the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stry said, also, I may need a date for a company Christmas party. Everyone and their guests will get tested prior. What I'm really trying to say is put in a good word for your boy with Steph. Laugh my ass off. Apollo, I'll try for you. If you're back on Team Steph, I totally get it. She's a hottie. Um, I'll, do, I'll do what I can for you, but I don't think she's, I don't think she's digging it anymore. Slash ever. But who knows? Who knows? PLD, Paul Denuzio in the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer says, much love to you, Roxy. So glad you could hop in on the Smash-a-thon. We went from having trouble finding times that could work, and instead we booked a mini episode of Live with Roxy on Chill to Action. Paul, I hope that was okay. I saw a lot of people saying in there that I was, um, like, took over hosting or was asking him a lot of questions. I so didn't mean to come in and, like, take over your show. Uh, I hope that's not what it felt like. I just am a curious person, so I'm always asking questions, but I just wanted to talk with my friends and hang out and stuff. I hope that was all right and that you're not upset about it. I think you would let me know if you were. I think so. Hopefully. Garth Harkness McMurray in the streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer says, I know Patty Jenkins personally, and she has been against Wonder Woman 1984 going to streaming. She would prefer it to be seen on the big screen. I don't think you need to know her personally to know that, Garth. She's been very vocal about that. If Patty has her way, it might move to summer of 2021. Bummer that the studio has control and may send it to HBO Max. Yes, she said that out loud to many publications, Garth. And we will break that down and talk about that entire situation. But before we do that, Leonard Kim in the Streamlabs says, loving the upbeat, positive attitude, Roxy. Happy to see you motivated and determined in achieving your dreams. And you deserve nothing less. Keep killing it. Love the hair. Leonard, you're always complimenting my hair. You're always sending me the best messages. Your energy is always positive. So it's about time that I match that good, good energy. Fuck yeah, peeps. Fuck yeah. Uh, keep contributing if you can in the Streamlabs. It's been a, a rough week. 
So I'll take what I can get. Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. And also right here in the super chat. I've also been uploading all of these streams to the podcasts. So if you're a podcast listener, please rate, review, like. You guys know the deal. You know the fucking deal at this point. To the podcast. Every time, every time there's that playback when I switch over. It's like, I don't know how to avoid that. It's just a thing. I'm just a girl. Okay. That's true about me. Let's talk about some of these, uh, avoiding the word topics. Let's talk about uh, some of these things that we want to talk about today, including, starting with the Wonder Woman news. So apparently Wonder Woman is in a pickle. And we've known this for a long time as they initially were set to release their movie one year ago. And then that was pushed to June unrelated to COVID. And then June was pushed to August related to COVID. And then August to winter and then winter uh, to later winter. And now they really don't know exactly what they're doing, but they are finally having to talk about, should this go to streaming? So it's a real conversation they're having to have. And because of the the breadth of this movie, because of the fact that this is a major temple, because of how well the first one did for them, because of this being Gal Gadot and Patty Jenkins and Wonder Woman 2, and this being the future of DC and, and a lot riding on this movie, They have to make the right decision here. But what is the right decision? Currently, they're talking about a a January HBO Max release or delaying the movie till summer. They had talked a little bit about this dual release, which they could do, which is putting it out in theaters in December like it's slated right now and then releasing it on HBO Max in January so that for anybody who is not extremely immune compromised, They go to the movie theaters, they go and see this if the movie theaters will play it, even though COVID is getting worse, not better. But then it just comes out a couple weeks later on HBO Max. A lot of critics are seemingly blasting them for this. They think that they should wait to just have this in theaters. I'm not going to blast anybody for trying to make a business decision right now. But what I will say is that this movie is not a streaming movie. They're going to lose so much money even if they do the movie theaters and then streaming a month later, just in general, I think that it's hard because we're in the thick of this. We have no idea how long this goes. Can movie theaters even be open during 2021? So they're just sitting there fucked as a duck. So I get why they're starting to think about all these ideas. But the truth is they, I think that this is a waiting game. I think they have to sit and wait I don't think Bruce Banner, anybody's going to lose interest no matter how many times they push it because it's Wonder Woman. We're not talking about some indie movie here. This is one of the biggest movies that was supposed to come out this year. It is it is so important to the future of DC and Warner Brothers that this movie makes probably close to a billion dollars. If they put this on digital or on HBO Max, they're just going to end up eating it. And... Maybe they'll eat it less than if they pushed this and then they can't make their other movies because the movies can't come out too close to each other. But I don't think so. I think we'll wait. I'm with Patty Jenkins on this one. If she wants to wait two years to release this, I'm willing to wait two years to see this in theaters. It is such a in-theater movie. It, 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 I can't even explain, and as some of you guys know, how much the first one meant to me. It was unbelievable to see Wonder Woman on the big screen. Brought tears to my eyes. I've seen it probably, I don't know, a dozen times since. Not really a dozen, but several times since. It's 
a great, great film. Is it problematic in the third act? Yeah, there's some things that maybe I would change. But in general, the message of hope and love and light and all of these things, thinking about little girls who are going to see a movie, the first movie they'll ever remember on the big screen, and they're going to go see Wonder Woman or Wonder Woman 2, Wonder Woman 1984, and to take that moment away, I just don't believe that they're going to be able to do it. We've, we've waited a long time, and I think we're just going to still wait. Now, let me know what you guys think. Do you think that this should be released on HBO Max? I don't blame them for thinking about it. They do need to weigh their options, and they probably are leaking these things right now to gauge what people's point of view is going to be. When they leak things like this, are people saying, um, yeah, bring it on. Every one of us will buy it on digital. Or are people saying, no, we'll wait. And also it keeps the movie in conversation, which I think is kind of free press for them. I'm looking in the chat right now. It seems like a lot of you guys want to wait and say that it's got to be on the big screen. I feel that so hard. I don't see any world in which it's appropriate to put Wonder Woman on digital. I just don't. I just don't. All right, let's uh, go into the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. PLD says, not at all. I'm not upset at all. First off, you're a much better interviewer than me, LOL. Second, I've had a lot of experience, PLD. Second, I had already been up 28 hours at that point doing all the BTS work and was honored just to be a part of the segment, LOL. I'm so glad. Uh, I was worried about that afterwards. I was like, fuck, I hope he doesn't think I took over his show, but I knew you'd been doing it for mad long at that point. I'm so glad I was able to pop in. That was almost like 45 minutes or something, Paul, I think. Paul through JP says consistency is key, but also I'm actually being genuine, LOL. I hear you, Apollo. A lot of people want to date Steph. Get in line, baby. Get in line. Rob Fishbeck in the streamlabstreamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer says, just a heads up, you're on Apple Podcasts now. Oh, good. This is so exciting. Let me go to podcasts. I've got to subscribe to myself. Uh, and I have a lot more uh, things. I It said the other day that I finally had one listen. Somebody listened one time to the show. <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, wow. Okay, you know, if I get a thousand views, maybe I'll get a thousand listens. A, a listen for every view it said one. I was like, oh, word, word. This is going to be a beach. Wait, I'm on podcast and it. Oh, okay. So, but when I type in live at the Roxy, it just I just typed in live, live Roxy. Live at the Roxy. Okay, it comes up. Subscribe. Thanks to Jake for this thumbnail. We've got zero ratings so far. So far, so zero. Guys, please go. If you have Apple Podcasts, it means the world to me. Go give me that five stars. Leave a comment. I'll read every single comment on the show this week. I really appreciate it. Let's try to get me up in those numbers there. As it is kind of taking me more time than I thought to upload them there. It's just taking me a little bit of time. TBH. T-B-H. Uh, but I appreciate you letting me know that, Rob. That's awesome. I, I know they said it was going to take seven days. It took five days. Like to hear that. Maybe that means that my Facebook won't take too long either. Uh, and then, by the way, as I'm talking about things I'm doing today, tonight I'm going to be taping another episode of Hoffer. So if you guys are interested in sports prediction apps, download the Hoffer app. we got a good game going on tonight. So I'm excited to... Uh, talk about that and maybe you guys can win a little bit of money it's free to play and you can win 250 dollars. so it's pretty fucking dope why not why not peeps why not 
And then as always, of course, Wednesday, World Girl Wednesday and Sunday, World Girl Wind Down. And Tuesday, I'm on SEN in the mornings. So, you know, it's just a lot of stuff going on, as, as I like to say during quarantine. And that's the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> oh, she's weird. All right. Speaking of not weird. Speaking of period, pretend I didn't say that. Transitioning now. Close to 90,000 sex abuse claims have been filed against the Boy Scouts of America. That might be my best transition yet, guys. Might be my best transition yet. This is fucked up. This is like some Catholic church type shit going on here. This is, when I think about what my experience in Girl Scouts was, being there for 13 years, going camping every season with all of the my fellow Girl Scouts and learning how to tie knots and make fire and cook and, and tent and... Um, or pitch tents and um, learning how to do arts and crafts and uh, all the things that I learned in Girl Scouts and charity work and getting my silver award and making sure that we were feeding the homeless and going to um, battered women's shelter and providing them with warm clothing for the winters and like all of the things that Girl Scout meant to me, which is why I stayed for 13 years and everything it did. And also my mom was my Girl Scout troop leader. So obviously I have so many amazing memories there. I just love, love Girl Scouts so much. And to think that anybody else could sign up for something like that, Boy Scouts, and be hoping for a similar experience and get sexually assaulted or abused is just fucking mind blowing to me and so upsetting. And they say that pedophilia is as a sickness is a disease and that when you have it, you can't really get rid of it. You can't get rid of those thoughts. You can just get rid of those actions. And I just don't even understand how that's true. I don't understand how a person can, I don't understand how a person can want to do that to a child. I, I'll never understand it. I'll never get it. There's, there's nothing about me that will ever, uh, and I'm sure you guys are the same way, because when you don't think like that, you just can't even fucking imagine that somebody could think like that. So this is highly disturbing. It's ridiculously upsetting. I wonder if justice will be seen for these kids at all. I don't even know what justice would look like for kids because it fucks up your whole life. It fucks up your whole fucking life. And like, we knew there was going to be a lot of them when this case was announced, but nine, almost 90,000. So the deadline for submitting claims in the organization's bankruptcy case is tonight. I believe it's, there's still a couple of hours left. Um, this story is coming from AP News. Let's see what they have to say. Close to 90,000 sexual abuse claims have been filed against Boy Scouts of America as the Monday deadline arrived for submitting claims in the organization's bankruptcy case. The number far exceeds the initial projections of lawyers across the United States who've been signing up clients since the Boy Scouts filed for bankruptcy protection in February in the face of hundreds of lawsuits alleging decades-old sex abuse by scout leaders. Quote, we are devastated by the number of lives impacted by past abuse in scouting and moved by the bravery of those who have come forward, end quote, the Boy Scouts said in a statement. Quote, we are heartbroken that we cannot undo their pain, end quote. A few hours before the 5 p.m. Eastern Standard deadline, so it's in literally 12 minutes, the number of claims totaled at 88,500. That's what the lawyers were saying. 
Eventually, the proceedings in federal bankruptcy court will lead to the creation of a compensation fund to pay out settlements to abuse survivors who claims are upheld. But I feel like at the end of the day, the number is going to be so small of what they actually receive. And like most of these, I, I know that most of these boys probably are now men probably aren't doing this for the money. They're doing it for the to take this off their fucking chest. Like, I, I think that the money would be nice, especially for like therapy and, and moving forward and helping with all the things that they've been unable to do because of the trauma that's been caused. But really, I'm sure a lot of them just want to be believed and heard and seen and, and taken care of in a way that they are acknowledged and their pain is, is, and their suffering is being heard by the fucking world because for so long it wasn't. Potential size of the fund is not yet known and will be the subject of complex negotiations. The national organization is expected to contribute a substantial portion of its assets, which includes financial investments and real estate. The Boy Scouts insurers also will be contributing, as will the Boy Scouts, roughly 260 local councils and companies that insured them in the past. Andrew Von Arsdale, a lawyer with a network called Abused in Scouting, said it had signed up about 16,000 claimants. And I'm sure that that's like such varying degrees in the case of what that actually looks like under the supervision of a bankruptcy judge. Oh, he said that that number doubled after the Boy Scouts under the supervision of a bankruptcy judge launched a nationwide advertising campaign on August 31st to notify victims that they had until November 16th to seek compensation. Quote, they spent millions trying to encourage people to come forward. Now the question is whether they can make good on their commitment. I mean, with 90,000 cases, I think it's going to be really hard to not make good on their commitment, at least to prove that this happened to these fucking boys. The Boy Scout said it intentionally developed an open, accessible process to reach survivors and help them take an essential step toward receiving compensation. The response we've seen from survivors has been gut-wrenching. We are deeply sorry. Oof, the bankruptcy has been painful for the 110-year-old the 110-year-old Boy Scouts, oh, wow, they've been around for a long time, which have been a pillar of the American civic life for generations. Finances were already strained by sex abuse settlements and declining membership, now below 2 million from a peak of over 4 million in the 70s. So they've cut in half. Again, I'm not saying that the Boy Scouts sexually abused or assaulted every boy that went through of course not and i'm sure a lot of people had great experience in boy scouts and i'm so happy for those people because you should be able to have a great experience in boy scouts anytime that you're trusting an adult to take you away for the weekend or after school or to teach you lessons about life you should be able to trust that as a kid and your parents should be able to have you trust that but the fact that ninety thousand kids are coming forward now adults is just so so fucking upsetting it's so fucking upsetting and I really hope that these men feel relief after this in some way that they have been, that we see them and we believe them and that this is fucking awful and we need to put a stop to it. And the only way to put a stop to something is by knowing that it's taking place. So what they're doing is really important and we're here to support them. And if any of you guys have experienced any of this, um, then we're here to support you as well because fuck this story and fuck adults that take advantage of children. It is so wrong. I don't know anything more fucking wrong than that. <sighs> Ugh. Speaking of people who have taken advantage of situations, uh, Russell Simmons, guys. You, I don't know if any of you guys ever used to watch The Tomorrow Show, but I used to do a show called The Tomorrow Show in which I was a 
person who often interviewed large celebrities. And I love that show. It was fucking amazing with Kevin Undergaro and Ashley Daniels and Steph Sabra, Michael Klaus and Lauren LaGrasso and so many people throughout the years. But one of the things, one of the people that we interviewed was Russell Simmons. And Russell Simmons and I actually fought on air. For anybody who um, doesn't remember that episode, it was right before Obama was running. I mean, it was right before Hillary Clinton was running for president. And I said that I thought Trump was going to win. And he said to me, you think that you think that a woman can't get somewhere that a black man's already been? And I said, yeah. I do. And I do think that he's going to lose. And again, it's not about him being black man and her about being a woman, but we fought about that. Then he was on me about being a carnivore. We just fought the whole time and not nothing happened between us, but we just didn't see eye to eye on any situation. And he was um, an interesting guest to have on the show. I was fascinated by him, but he did have like this bizarre kind of energy about him. Um, and so when the case came out, I was like, oh my God, holy shit. It's fucking awful to hear about that somebody came forward and accused him of raping them. And today, he the headlines everywhere read that Russell Simmons beats lawsuit from anonymous rape accuser. That was the Hollywood Reporter headline, and a lot of headlines are reading this. And, and then let me dig a little deeper to tell you guys what actually happened here. An L.A. judge granted judgment in favor of Simmons, finding the alleged claims fell outside the statute of limitations. That's what happened. Russell Simmons defeated the lawsuit from a Jane Doe who accused him of rape because the compliant was filed. The complaint was filed at least four years too late. The woman filed a $10 million suit in March, 2018, alleging sexual battery and in intentional and negligent infliction of emotional distress. The prolific music producer denied her claims and called them vile extortion attempt. Let's, let's be honest. I'm not trying to say that he did or did not do this as I, I am not the one to say he didn't come to, I'm not the judge, jury or executioner on this one. That being said, the reason it got thrown out was because it's been too much time, not because he proved he didn't do it. He got thrown out because of the statute of limitation, which I don't believe should be able to be applied to sexual assault victims. It's fucked up to me that it's not applied to murder, but it is applied to rape. And this we know is scientifically true that your brain sometimes blocks out extreme trauma and it can take a long time to come forward about something. So, yeah, this is, this is fucked. This is fucked to me. And again, I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that he is guilty. I'm not saying that he is innocent. I'm saying that the fact that everything says that he beats the rape lawsuit makes it sound like he proved that he didn't do this. And that's not what happened. He didn't prove jack shit, except that it had been a certain amount of time from when she had claimed. And she probably knew that when she filed the suit. And if she was going to lie, if this whole thing was a lie, don't you think she would have lied and said it happened more recently than that? So that it wasn't thrown out for that reason? Just really fucking upsetting. Really fucking upsetting. Curious what you guys think. Seems like a lot of you guys agree about the statute of limitation. 
I don't have much more to say on it than that, except for the fact that I just, in case any of you guys were just reading the flash headlines, I wanted you guys to be clear that it wasn't thrown out for any other reason than it had been too much time. So that's important. All right, going back into the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. Mark Jason Ali says, hi, Rox, just showing support and continue the streak. Oh, thank you so much, Mark. Brett Hankinson, Miles Cosgrove, and Jonathan Mattingly arrest the cops who killed Brianna Taylor, all of them for killing her. Stay well, rocks. Are you still going home for the holidays? Hashtag smash cancer. My flight is on Thursday. I am still planning on going home. I'm really excited about going home. I'm nervous about the fact that I'm going to be on set all this week. Obviously, everybody's getting COVID tested and whatnot, but just got a lot of stuff going on. I got to figure out when, where, how, what I can get everything done. So just trying and trying and doing my best. I told you guys I'm working like a fucking dog right now, but yes, I believe I'm going home. And thank you for reminding me about Brett, Miles, and Jonathan. It's important to keep that going on this show. Glenn Caesar in the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer says, Hello, Roxy. Love ya. Happy Monday. As always, thanks for hanging out with us today. First off, good luck on the Hoffer gig tonight. I hope you and the Rockstars have a joy-filled rest of your day, your week, your month, and even your year. As Thanksgiving approaches, much respect for your hustle and grind, Roxy. Keep crushing. You're doing big things and earning all of our much dear, our, your much-deserved uh, success as host slash actress on a separate note. I did hear that there's going to be an OSA reunion with you and DJ tomorrow. Very nice. Very nice. Yes, there is. Oh, I didn't know that he said anything about it. I'm very excited about that to keep the daily reminders going. Miles Cosgrove, Brett Hankins and Jonathan Magley, rest of the cops who killed Brianna Taylor for killing Brianna Taylor. All three of them. I don't mean to laugh. It's just, I know that Glenn didn't see that Mark just said that, but Hey, I will say it 5 million times on this show. Uh, peace, love, bunnies, and hugs to all the rock stars. Hashtag rise above. Hashtag smash cancer. Hell yeah. Appreciate that. Yes, there is going to be an OSA reunion. I didn't know that he had announced that, but there is. And I'm very excited to be working with DJ Woldridge again. He's amazing. And I have to tell you guys, I did the shittiest thing to him. Um, I just wasn't being non-responsive for a minute. And I didn't mean to be. I'm the really responsive person. I'm always on my phone. I'm always texting back immediately. But he was trying to do this thing with me. And for some reason, I kept being in the middle of things when I read the text. And I was like, I'll get back to him really soon. And I just kept not fucking getting back to him like a prick. So fine, I, I messaged him this week and was like, oh my God. I sent him a voice note and I was like, Jesus Christ, I sucked at this. I'm so fucking sorry. Of course I want to do this with you. There's no world in which I don't want to do this with you. I'm so, so sorry. The only reason I've been responding is because I fucking blew it, not because of anything else. So I was so grateful that he was understanding about it because this time is a crazy time, but he's the best. I miss Sam very much and I'm excited to be with DJ again. I died. I I also saw that we got a super chat in here. I think it's our very first super chat in the show. So thank you to Simply Emily, who says the correct answer is to wait to play at theaters. But considering Washington is locking down for four weeks and we all get to spend Thanksgiving alone, I wouldn't mind having a distraction. I do understand that. Yeah, I do. I get it. I do. I think we all would kind of want the distraction. It's just not the right business move for them, I don't think. I think they would just eat so much money. Of course, we're talking about Wonder Woman again on that one, guys. All right, moving forward, again, get in your Streamlabs while we are here, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer or right here in the Super Chat as we are going to get out of here in the next probably 5, 10 minutes because I got to go get to that Hoffer gig. Michael J. Fox, guys, he brings tears to my eyes because I love Michael J. Fox. I love his energy, his spirit, what he stands for, his and as a performer. 
I just love him. And we know that he's been struggling with Parkinson's for a really long time. And that's a bitch of a disease. Parkinson's not an easy disease. And I don't even know what I mean by that. Not an easy disease. Most diseases aren't easy, but Parkinson's fucking sucks. It sucks. And he released a new book and he talked about how he feels like his career or at least his career as he knew it is coming to a close. And he says, or the, the book's called No Time Like the Future, which is a really cute title for a book. And he says in it a couple of different quotes. He said, there's a time for everything. And my time of putting in a 12-hour workday and memorizing seven pages of dialogue is behind me. At least for now, I enter a second retirement. That could change because everything changes. But if this is the end of my acting career, so be it. That to me sounds like somebody who is, who has, um, really put in the emotional work and is mature enough to know the severity and the realness of his situation and has come to grips in terms with his truth, which is that he is still alive and, and still living a uh, life that has meaning and purpose, but that meaning and purpose has shifted and changed as he is no longer able to do the thing that he was doing as an artist, which by the way, for anybody who isn't an artist, when you're put on this earth and you feel you're an artist, you really don't have any other choice. It kind of is like you either do that or you, you either go for it or you, when you're an artist like him, like a true performer, feel like you either go for it or you hurt forever. So I think that he is now being given no choice by the universe. They're saying this is, the time that you need to stop doing this 12 hour days, seven pages a day is a bitch. You know, that's no easy feat. And he was doing it for a long time and it's just no longer the time to be doing this. So he's a true legend. He's a living legend. And when, whenever his time, whatever his time here is, whatever it looks like, I just hope that he has happiness, love and appreciation in his life because he deserves it. And he's brought so much, joy to uh, all of us, um, or at least, I don't want to speak for you guys, but at least to me. So yeah, I think that a lot of people who find themselves in a similar position where due to health concerns or whatever it is, they're no longer able to do what it was that they once were able to do. Even just getting older, that's part of getting older. So it is sad. It's really sad, but I am happy to hear it come from him and him talk about his plans. And I definitely plan, I would like to pick up this book. I would love to read it because I think he has lessons for all of us and things to teach us about life and retirement and moving forward and on and not staying stuck in the past and always pushing towards the future. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah. A lot of you guys are kind of feeling similar to me. I think that it's sad, but it makes sense. The Back to the Future is one of the best movies ever. That Michael J. Fox is still a legend. Yeah. I'm I'm agreeing with all of you guys. I am in complete agreement. And in Michael J. Fox, we trust and respect and love and appreciate. So, Michael, if you're listening to this, thank you for everything you've done for us. Because I'm sure you are. You must have just made sure, Michael, you downloaded me on Apple Podcasts, right? Did you leave a review, Michael J. Fox? Did you did you say great show? Just wondering. Just wondering. <laughs> Uh, Morse code Z in the super chat says have missed Michael J. Fox since he left his last show brain camp and enjoyed his few guest shots. 
um, probably guest spots on different things, even though they were uncomfortable hitting podcast now. Oh, thank you for hitting the podcast now. I wish that I could see reviews immediately. I hope that some of you guys have given them, uh, but I don't think I can see that. It just started playing, but that's not what I was trying to do. I'm just trying to go more episodes. No, just show me. Still no reviews. <laughs> Still no reviews. Michael J. Fox in the chat. Wouldn't that be amazing if he just popped in? Oh, a girl can dream. A girl can dream. All right, let's get out of here. Thank you guys so much for showing me your love, your support. I think that we see things like this with Michael J. Fox, or even I saw today that Sinbad suffered from a stroke and is in recovery right now, or what happened earlier this year um, with Kobe, or with Chadwick Boseman, or any of the people that we've lost this year, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. None of us know when our time is and how long we are on this earth. So I've been thinking about this a lot recently. It's why my hustle has been next leveled. I think it's important to think, to be optimistic and think that you are going to have a long time and not rush things. But at the same time, I think it's important to really fucking live every single day. Like you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow and make sure that you're doing those things because tomorrow is not promised. And you don't know you get a second chance with somebody and you don't know that you get to go on that trip and you don't know that you get to really put in those extra hours or write your script in the future. You just don't know. So please, oh, please make sure that you don't take your days for granted. It's been weighing on me a lot recently and I think too many people do. Also equally as important, please don't forget to put your toilet seats down. I told a group of interns this today. None of them knew about the plumes. It's very valuable information to spread. Spread information, not poop. Make your bed. Jake, I know you're listening to this later, so I'm talking to you. Be kind to other people, and uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow, 1 p.m., live at the Roxy.